Hi, and welcome to the Wildflower Stories podcast. I am your host, Jess. If you're new here, I'm so glad you could join me in today's conversation. I'm all about people's stories. I love listening to stories, and I believe in the power of every single story. But more than that, I believe that God is the author of our story. In Isaiah 64 verse 8, it says, Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay, you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. God knows our story, friend, from its beginning to its end, and he is working all things around for good. So whatever mess or pain you find yourself in today, take comfort in the fact that God is molding it into something of great value and worth. Today I get to chat with Frida. Frida was born as a Muslim in Iran and fled to Australia with her husband and five-year-old daughter since her husband accepted Jesus as his saviour. The family arrived in Christmas Island and stayed in a detention centre for three months with very limited freedom. Then they were sailed to Australia where eventually Frida accepted Christ into her life. I'll let Frida tell you the story, but please bear in mind that English is her second language. So take your time to listen to her, because her story is truly remarkable, and I'm so proud of her for sharing it in a language that doesn't come natural to her. So, why don't you join me for a chat with the beautiful Frida? Hi, Frida. Welcome to the Wildflower Stories podcast. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. Um, now, you live on the central coast, is that correct? Yes. Yep. yes. Beautiful. Yes. Um, and I know you through Darlene, so um, it's really cool that I had that connection so I could speak to you and you've got a pretty amazing story. So I'm really excited to talk to you about your your journey in in knowing Christ. So um, let's get started. I like to um, ask an icebreaker question and my icebreaker question for you is, what hobbies do you have, if you have any? Uh, In in the first, my hobbies, the, (laughs) it's very funny, the cleaning. You like cleaning? (laughs) Yes. And second one, I'm reading a lot. And third one, I'm writing. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So do you... In my language. Yeah. In my language. Do you have a blog or do you write in a journal? Yeah, I'm writing in the journal and, uh, you know, just for myself. Beautiful. And, yeah, I love writing. Oh, me too. I love it too. It's so releasing, isn't it? Yes. Do you um? What books are you reading at the moment? Uh, the kind of the Persian books, historical, historical uh, books. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and uh, story, and uh, I love the philosophy. Yeah. Cool. I'm reading the different kind. Beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know about cleaning, I consider 
consider cleaning a hobby of mine too. So I definitely relate to that. I think when you're a, you're a mum, you like to have the house as tidy as possible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it's in your control. So I fully yeah. get that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you have an incredible story. I only know a glimpse of it, um, but you fled from persecution in Iran with your family and you found refuge in Christ when you came to Australia. Um, yes. So you were initially sailed to Christmas Island and then you went to Adelaide and then came to Sydney. So would you be so kind in journeying us through when you, I guess your life, when you lived in Iran to now and how you found Christ? Uh, you know, when I was living in Iran, in my country, I was very happy. I'm happy here very much. And uh, I'm, I praise God mm. because I'm here. Uh, but, you know, all my families around me, my mom, my dad, my uh, husband's family, all my sisters, uh, because we are very big family. Seven, six, six, I had seven, six sisters and one brother. Wow. And we are very close together. And when I left Iran, because my husband, because he saved, he find the cross, and uh, we're running from Iran. Mm. And uh, I was very upset. I was very angry. And the wait was very hard. You know, we coming uh, with the boat. Mm from Indonesia, we've been in, in uh, Malaysia, Malaysia in the first for one night, after that three days in Indonesia, and uh, one night in the ocean, after that we've been in Christmas Island. And, and how, what, sorry, how long was the journey from Iran to Christmas Island? How long did it take you to get there? Five days. Five days. We oh, was wow. very lucky, mm. uh, we was very lucky because the most of the people they coming from this way uh, they lost in the way they wow. had more than more than 20 days in the she oh, in boat and more than one month or two months in indonesia they lost all their money and we was very lucky that god helped us oh, wow. and that time i'm just saying ali's god <laughs> my husband his name is ali yeah, so and you you were a Muslim us. you were a Muslim still at the time. Yes. Yeah. I was very strong Muslim. Wow. And when we arrived to Christmas Island uh, for three months, we've been there. It was you know, the detention center. It's very bad. I'm just thinking about my kid my kid, she's five years old. Wow. And all the time I'm just crying. I had very bad depression. Mm. After that, we've been in Adelaide for three and a half months. And sorry, January... let's sorry if you don't mind. Let's go back to your experience in Christmas Island. Yeah. So, yeah. what were you not allowed to do when you were there? Nothing. Wow. Nothing. We're not allowed to do nothing. We're just in detention and just be going for breakfast, lunch dinner and nine o'clock we should just sleep mm -hmm. and if we need something like toothbrush or shirt or everything we need 
and we should put the request we should sometimes you know i it's not in my personality i'm not fighting for this stuff but most of the people they fighting to get something wow. yeah and the you know it's very sad memory but uh after i say i i'm saying this is not the sad memory mm. this is the good memory for me to find the this is the way to find the god yeah. for me was wow that's yeah. amazing that you see that in hindsight now yes whereas before yeah. it was just completely sad and dark and gloomy yes and yeah. after three months three and a half months we've been in adelaide in detention center again but now there's like a big uh, village mm. and we had the house to family in one house four bedrooms and we have lots of activity gym internet uh, room and so a bit more freedom <laughs> yes we can cook we can walk we can you know mm. uh, we have more freedom it was very good we can shopping in the in that we've got the shopping it's very small shop grocery shop and we can shop by ourselves not the, with the money they give us the point okay, okay. and yeah uh, when we doing the activity uh, for example, gardening, gym, English class, everything, we can get the point and collect the point. And with that point, we can shop Wow! in the shopping uh, story. And yeah, it was good. It was good experience for us. And after three and a half months, they sent us to Sydney and they give us the house, two bedroom in uh, Mandroid. And they said, you are free in the city, but you are in detention community. You're not allowed to work. Your daughter, she can go to school, but uh, you can allowed to uh, leave the city. And if you need anything, you should just ask for permission. Mm. And for two years wow. after that, yeah, they gave us the bridging visa. Creating mm-hmm. more freedom, mm. and yeah, and after uh, three years, we get the uh, protection visa, three years protection visa, and after six years, we applied for another country for uh, Thailand to see the family, okay. and after six years, I in my family in Thailand. Wow, so you you met halfway. You all met in Thailand, yes. is that correct? Because yeah. they're not allowed to go to Iran and they're not allowed to come to Australia because we don't have the permanent residency here. Wow. They're not allowed to come here. And we decide for third country and they been in Thailand and we've been in Thailand for one month. After six years, you can mm. imagine. How is that? How is that seeing your family after six years? <laughs> you know, it was very good memory because all the airport they just standing and watching us. We just crying, wow. hugging for more than one hour. Oh. Especially my mom and my dad, and 
Yeah, it was very. <laughs> But I remember this <laughs> memory make me cry. Oh, I'm sure it does. How oh, emotional no, it's, it's it would be. And um, yeah. so your family, they're Muslim. Yes. How were they? How how did they respond to you? When you had told them we're fleeing the country because my husband has found Christ, you know, for six months I didn't tell them anything, and uh, after six months, when I saved, I thinking I should tell them the truth, and I'm just talking with my mom because she's very strong Muslim woman. Mm. They wear, she's wearing the hijab all the time. And I just talking with her, and I said, "Mommy, I'm happy here, and I saved. I'm not Muslim again." And after the, she was very sad, but she didn't tell me anything. But after a one year, one and a half year, she said, "When I saw you're happy, I'm happy, mm. and you can choose your way, and you can praise God any way you like." I love you. You're my daughter, and you're big enough to choose choose your way. Wow! And you, yeah, I, I'm very appreciate that because she not put the pressure on me. And yeah, I know she loves me a lot, and I'm sure that gave you a sense of freedom. Yes, that she she released you and was happy that you were happy. Yes. That would have made yes. you feel a lot better about moving yes. in the first place, I'm sure. So, um, your husband is a barber, is yes. that correct? So he he worked Ali in. Alibaba. He's very famous in Central. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they Ali, call him, Alibaba? Ali <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, it's got a bit of a ring to it. I like it. So he was a barber in Sydney for how long? Yeah. After we get the because um, my husband is the professional makeup artist. Oh wow, that's really uh, cool. Yes, for film and series. Does he do and your makeup? He, uh, I'm makeup artist too. Oh, cool! Oh, I love it. <laughs> he's the boss all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know he worked in six or seven different country for the makeup and. His photographer too, and wow. his director. Oh, and that's so cool! Yes, and he has the lots of activity here in Sydney too. Wow! Uh, yeah, and because the, he was a makeup artist, he knows a little bit about the barber and cutting the hair man. And here he said, "I can do the haircut for the man." And he chose his job as a barber. Yeah. Wow. So, how did you move to the Central Coast then from there, from Sydney? He, my husband, he was working in Hornsby, and his boss offered him. He said, "I want to open the shop in Erin Affair, and I, I'm trust, I trust you, and you can be a manager there." Mm. And because that one. was the good offer and we moved to central coast and i'm very happy that's good because you're near the beach <laughs> you're, you're right near the beach what more could you yeah. want <laughs> <laughs> so um and how did because you still weren't a christian by this point is that correct 
So how did yeah. you how did you then find Christ in the Central Coast? Uh, in the I found the cross in Sydney. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because the three years we are here. Okay, on, on and Central you were going Coast. to a church? The, uh, yes, every day, every Sunday. Hmm. Every Sunday we have the life group. We has we has uh, women's group, women life group every Wednesday. Yeah, we are. And but in Sydney, my husband he asked me in the beginning. Said, "Please just come with me because you you don't have any friends here, mm. and you had the depression. P- please just come with me and mm. see the people. And the church is very happy place. You can find the friends. And I was very. I said no. If after the four or six times she he asked me. I came with him, and but I, all the time I'm saying, just let them don't talk with me. Anybody, they're not allowed to talk with me. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that doesn't often happen in church when where yeah. people ignore you. It's the, it's generally the opposite. <laughs> yeah, opposite. <laughs> and I don't have any idea about the English. Mm. And you know, after the six or seven time I'm just going with Ali and I interested for the singing mm-hmm. and I'm asking Ali what they said what the pastor said and he gave me the book and he you know encouraged me to read the book and he just translate the pastor's preaching and I feel no it's good mm-hmm. I love it I like it and I started reading the book and after six months, one day, the, the pastor, he was preaching, the end of the preach, he said, who is the feel the gods in, in her or his um, heart? And mm. he's feeling the t- God touching his head, hair, and I just said, me. <laughs> and I stayed there, yeah. And That's they amazing. Was very, they shocked. They said my husband, he, he's shocked, Aww. but I said no, I love the God. And That's beautiful. I'm happy for this decision. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. And I'm sure your husband would have been incredibly excited. Yes. Yeah. So um so you go to Hope C on the Central Coast? Yes. Yeah, the, we went to the Potter's house in Sydney, and uh, after we came to Central Falls, our pastor they said they hope you see it's uh, it's one of the best church in not just in Australia, in everywhere, mm-hmm. and he gave us the address the Gosford campus because we live in East Gosford mm-hmm. before. It was close to us mm. and I was very lucky because at the moment I have lots and lots of friends not just the friends the second family here. Oh, they are beautiful. my second family honestly wow and who, yeah. you wouldn't have imagined it to be this way living in Australia yes. leaving your family to come to a foreign country and now you found another family which is yes. which is amazing and only God can do that yeah, just a God can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amen. Um, so you spoke a bit about how you had 
depression when you came here, which uh, I, I can I can't even imagine the 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 sad feelings you would have been experiencing coming to Australia. Um, yeah. So, what were what were the other personal struggles um, that you that you endured when you came to Australia? Do you want to talk a little bit about that? You know, I have a lots of lots of happening in my life after I saved. But the most important, it was my little one. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. The doctor said I'm not allowed to have the baby anymore mm-hmm. after my first one. And here for two years, we just, uh, you know, try and be going to many many doctors and mm. they said no you're not allowed to have the baby a- anymore mm. and uh, one of the doctors said just one person if you get this surgery just one person maybe you can have the baby before the surgery i'm just been in church i'm just crying all the time mm. the same time and I'm just asking, I'm talking with God, and I said, if you want to give me the baby, I don't want to do the surgery. If not, please, I don't want to do anything. Mm. After three weeks, one week before the surgery, because we booked for the surgery, Mm. one week before surgery, I find I'm pregnant. Wow. And my little one, she's five years old now. Wow. She's a miracle. She's... Uh, the God, he, I know, he gave me the baby as a gift. Mm, that's beautiful. And you named her yeah. Melody, didn't you? Yes. And and yes. what? where did that name come from? Uh, two different reasons. Hmm. Uh, the, the first one, because I love singing. I love the song. Yeah. And especially when in church, I love the singing and I'm, because that one I'm, uh, I said Ali, Melody is the uh, Persian name and English name. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and I love the melody, you know. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, and the second reason is her family, family name, the uh, her family name is Shatkami, it's uh, meaning the happiness. Oh, Melody beautiful. of happiness. Oh, that's because beautiful. That one, because my daughter, she's name is Gazal, the last, the first one. Yep. And uh, the same meaning as Melody. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. But in different languages. In Persian language. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. So you had, your daughter was five when she came yes. to Australia, your firstborn. Yes. And then you were told by the doctors that you couldn't have any more children and no. that you needed to go undergo surgery. Yes. But, but only a week before your surgery was scheduled, you fell pregnant. Yes. And what a miracle. That's such a miracle. And I guess that would have helped you, helped your faith a lot more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot, you know. And how is, um, how is your pregnancy with Melody? Did you have a good pregnancy? very very good pregnancy you yeah. know because my mom she was afraid mm. 
because my first baby, I was all the time in the bed. I was very bad. And doctor said, if you move, if you walk, you're losing your baby. And my mom, she said, you don't have anyone there. If you had same as Ghazar's pregnancy, what, what do you want to do? But for Melody, no, I was very active. Wow. Everything is fine. And, you know. Oh, praise God. That's amazing. Yes. And she was born full term. You had her right yes. at the end of yes. your pregnancy. Oh, yes. that's awesome. And she was very chubby and beautiful. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's a good sign that she was healthy. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. What? That's a that's an amazing story. Um, so tell me, how has knowing Christ changed your life? You know, the God, he changed me a lot. Honestly, when I was in Iran, I was very baby. Mm. Very, very personality. I'm very baby. And all the time, my mom, she's doing everything for me. And she's not trusting me to have my kids with me all the time. And, you know, but here I change. Mm. I'm the mom here. Mm. And uh, I can do anything, and I don't need anyone mm. in my life to organize my life. The gods changed me a lot, you know. I'm strong now. I feel I'm strong now. I I have very different personality. Mm. All the time I was angry in Iran and you know because I want to show I'm very strong Mm -hmm. but here I'm very happy I have very good life here I have my husband he's my best friend oh that's beautiful Uh, yeah I have two beautiful girls and I'm very happy here just I I miss my family Mm. This is the normal, but uh, I don't want to come back to Iran again because mm. here I'm free to uh, have the God here. Yeah. You are not allowed in Iran to have any God. Yeah. Just like Islam. Yes. You should be a Muslim. Wow. And I really appreciate that. That they, you know, for the for example, for the church. They accept us as a family. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's sometimes when I thinking, I'm said I'm very lucky. I was very lucky. The God show me the way. It was very hard way, mm. but the ending, it was very happy ending. Mm. I find the truth. That's amazing, and I, yeah. you know, it's it's incredible that. You have the confidence to share your story to a stranger like me <laughs> and and to be on a podcast speaking, you know, your second language, you know, that you, you probably wouldn't have thought that would ever happen. Yeah, but the fact that, yeah, no, 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 do not apologize. You are doing an amazing job. I, my point is that, 
you have found a new strength and confidence in God that you didn't think you would ever have. And yep. that's that's the beauty about being a child of, of God, that we can walk in a new confidence and live a life of freedom. Yes. Which is really awesome. Important. That's so good. So, and I can show my kids the right mm, way. Here. Yeah. And and yeah, you're you're giving your kids a life of freedom as well. Yes. That's so cool. So, Frida, tell me, what does life look look like now for you? Do you have any dreams for the future? Uh, I have the dream, lots of dreams, especially for my daughters. And I have just one dreams at the moment. After nine months, nine years, if we can get the permanent residency, it's my it's my biggest dreams now. Okay, well we're going <laughs> to be we don't praying have the for permanent that. Permanent residency until yet, and we. I miss my family. Just I need to go and see my family mm. in another country again. After four years. Wow. Yeah, I see my mom, especially. Mm. And so you need the permanent residency to go and visit them? Yes. In Iran, wow. Okay. Yeah, not in Iran. Oh, okay, just... Yeah, another country because okay. we're not allowed to come back to Iran okay, anymore. yes. Yep, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is all very new to me. So you telling me this is, is the first time I'm hearing about this, which is awesome and it's good for me to know so um yeah so you want to see your family so you, you need to become a permanent resident so we're going to be praying that you will Thank become you. a permanent resident that you and your family will it will be approved for you and so you told me that um you were training to become a barber as well a hairdresser yes uh, yes because you know i've been i I was makeup artist too, and I said, Ali, I can be a barber and I can work with you. It's good for us to work together, and because I I I've worked in a nursing home before, mm. and it's emotion emotion um, not very good for me. They make me depression because mm. the, all the all people there, and I'm just remember my dad and my mom and. You know, I left there after one year, and at the at the moment, I'm just training to be a barber. Cool, you go, girl. After That's awesome. Barber, <laughs> maybe I can be a Frida barber. <laughs> I love it, Frida barber. That's awesome. That has a nice ring to it as well. So, go yeah. for it. I'll I'll have to come and visit your barber shop one day. <laughs> You're very welcome. Oh, <laughs> oh that's lovely. Well, um, look, Frida, is there anything else you'd like to mention? Maybe an, an, an encouragement to someone out there who, who may know someone who was a refugee or who may um, have family overseas or, or may have family who don't know God. Do you have anything that you'd like to share, a word of encouragement for them? Uh, I'm just praying for them to oh, God you. save them mm -hmm. and uh, uh, when I'm just meeting the people, friends or other family, especially the, the Persian family and I'm just talking about the gods with them and uh, 
five or six of my friends they come into church after 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 me and they are very happy now wow. I love to share my story with them and they know it's God is good that's so good so you were you're able to bring your friends to know Christ as well is that yes. is that correct that's awesome yeah. that's yes. so good that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and for chatting with me today, Frida, about your life. It was so inspiring and insightful, and I'm I'm really excited for people to hear about your story. Um, what so a beautiful you story so about fleeing for from the country and potential you. death to thank being you. introduced to a life of freedom and complete joy. Frida's story is so powerful. And I can attest that I want to be more welcoming and empathetic to those who have fled their country to find freedom in ours. You just never know what they went through to get here. But if any of them endured the hardship that Frida and her family faced, then I want them to know that everyone deserves freedom and a voice. Because isn't that the way of God's kingdom, right? I hope you leaned in close and were awed at God's work in Frida's life. I know I was. I would love if you could subscribe to the podcast and if you've got a few extra moments with you, I'd love for you to write a review. And don't forget to follow and like my pages on Facebook and Instagram. My prayer is that people would be empowered by these stories so that they can have the confidence to share their story too. We'll be back with another story next month. Praying you have an amazing week.